Hello and welcome to a special, do I say special? We say special every time. Welcome to another episode of the Simply Medics podcast. Um, Thanks for joining us. I know we've been away for a while and we want to apologise for that. 2020 has 2020 and um, we've just been taking a break, but hopefully we'll be back with more episodes more frequently. Um, But hi to Manuela. Hi Moyo, how are you? I'm good. I'm very good. <laughs> it's good to hear your voice again. It's been ages. <laughs> Sis, I saw you. I mean, we socially met last <laughs> week. <laughs> Let's not incriminate ourselves, okay? <laughs> Listen, if, if they come for me, I'll just say my name is Dominic Cummins. <laughs> it's been a long time since we recorded on the podcast. Oh my goodness. Yes, I think we last recorded the Black History episodes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that was really good actually. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that season. Well, it wasn't a season, yeah. it was more like a, a special series. Yeah, yeah. And I can't wait to do next mm. year. To be fair, we don't have to wait till October. Yeah, we can always Black do history whenever. is history. Yeah. Yeah, Black History is history and it's relevant. Yeah. Every day Very. of the year very relevant but yeah I guess I just wanted to start by saying sorry for being away for so long we're sorry guys we're so so sorry life has literally flown away and gone so quickly it's crazy how busy we've been with life with med school with work yeah yeah it's hectic and it's good to be kind to yourself and just like sort out things and then when you're ready um it's all about balance because sometimes you think you can do it all and then you're like, God, I'm tired. <laughs> I definitely agree. I think I've been learning a lot recently to take care of myself, you know, take mental days off, take mental weeks off and just focus on my mental health and my well-being. Yeah, because um, I know we, we talk a lot about that, but um, if we're doing the podcast on the, dur- not duress, but, you know, when we know <laughs> we need a break. <laughs> Sorry, I just keep using that word because my mum took me shopping under duress this week um and we ended up being stuck in traffic for four hours oh my gosh no way (laughs) yeah I was just in my bed sleeping because she wanted someone to go with her oh traffic oh my gosh there were so many accidents like in the area we went shopping and because of that it was just like backed up for miles we were we were literally in the same spot for three hours wow that sounds crazy. Imagine if you need to pee or something. You just we did. Oh, <laughs> we had to hold okay. it all the way home. Oh Lord Jesus! Oh my goodness! No 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 no. Yeah. Do you know when you think when I hear the word traffic and I hear the word accident, the first thing I think is, oh, those poor souls are going to end up in A and E. Oh yeah, because that's where you're at at the moment, aren't you? Yeah. Listen, literally, anytime I hear about anything bad, no, oh, it's going to have to go to A and E. That's so sad. <laughs> because <laughs> we, we were literally just talking <laughs> before we started recording about how like there are sirens in your area does that kind of trigger you like or oh, what am I going to see at work tomorrow nah not really because usually like if some if the sirens are going off now it means the person's only going to A&E pretty soon so I won't see them in the department because they're not there for that long anyways mm. um, unless the siren's going off at 6am as I'm leaving my house then yeah <laughs> I might see them when I get there. <laughs> Can I get a ride? <laughs> yeah. Can I hitch a ride with you guys? But yeah, um, 
again, sorry for being away, but we thought we absolutely have to record because it's been one year of the Simply Medics. Yes, we're celebrating our birthday. So, of course, we were going to jump on a podcast episode and record to celebrate our one-year anniversary. Um, There's nothing much that we love to do more than podcasting and speaking to you guys and sharing our thoughts. Yeah, and we also just wanted to say thank you for following us for one whole year. I can't believe it's been a year. It's crazy how um, this year's gone. Honestly, and you guys have been so supportive throughout sharing our content listening um like engaging on our social media channels and it's just like sometimes we forget we just think like we have a microphone and it's just like we're talking to each other but you guys are part of the conversation part of the journey and yeah thank you so much for your support yeah I I definitely agree with Moya's comments thank you so much for the support for sharing our content engaging in social media conversations it's so amazing to see all the lovely feedback from people from all you listeners um And the reason why we do this is obviously we love to talk about things, medicine and things that are going on in our lives, but we love to educate people and to hear what people are thinking and to express thoughts that like-minded people share as well. So thank you so much for engaging with us. Yeah. And oh yeah, some people are like hardcore, will I call you hardcore listeners? Because we were in some people's top five or Spotify wrapped. I was like, what? Little little old Simply Medics. <laughs> I know. Thank you so much, guys. Oh, it's actually so amazing. We're so heartwarming to see people to see like Simply Medics in people's top five podcasts. It's like oh. yeah, and it's a a big encouragement just to to keep on and not to be away for so long. Yes, yes, definitely. Twenty twenty one. We'll try and bring out more content more regularly. Um, things will be a little bit more settled for us then. Let's hope yeah. so. Everyone knows what this year has been like anyway. 2020 yeah. has, as I said, 2020 It's been a hectic year. Anyway, I'm, I'm glad to be moving on to 2021 soon. Same, same. I'm actually yeah. excited for the next year. I'm hoping it brings, like, better things because this year has been a really crazy, hectic year. Yeah. But, you know, it's important that everyone just takes time to realise you made it. No matter what you did, because like I've seen this on Twitter, people have been like, this is the time of year when people start listing their achievements, like, oh, I done this, I done that, which is all excellent. But the fact that people survived 2020, you know, if you're healthy, if you still have a job, if you still have a roof over your head, um, mentally, if you've been through it, but you're kind of like still going through it or on the other side, you, you still made it through 2020. It's been a difficult year for so many people financially um in terms of being alone by yourself as well for so many people so just simply making it is enough i agree i think sometimes we can be too harsh on ourselves and we can be our biggest critics we can mm. think that actually you know this year i may have not achieved my dreams goals and ambitions but the fact that you're alive and healthy your mind may not be where you thought it would be you may not be financially where you thought you might be or even in your education, you may have had goals and achievements that you wanted and a wish to and you might not have achieved them. But the fact that you've made it this far to the end of the year, stepping into a brand new year, is amazing. Um, and one thing that I've really learned a lot is this year has taught me to reflect on my past, to reflect on each day um, and to see the goodness in what I've 
what what's going on in my life and not to always focus on the negative things because actually if you think about mm. it there is so much in our lives that we can be grateful for not it just even being alive like if you answered the question correctly in a lecture that is something you can be grateful for if you went to work and you know you dealt with a, a difficult patient or a difficult case and you managed to um do something great for the patient that is something they can be to reflect on and how you use that as a positive experience so look for the positive look for the silver lining Mm. in everything i was when you said reflect i just started laughing in my head because that's like medicine's favorite word reflections (laughs) but that's what 2020 has been a year of so I'm going to ask you actually what's reflecting on the year what's been something you or a few things you've been very grateful for that's happened to you this year I think one thing I'll be grateful for is 2020 was the year I graduated from med school so I would say I am grateful for the fact that I was able to finish med school even though we graduated early during the pan during the, during the pandemic um unprecedented unprecedented times yeah <laughs> I didn't get, a, didn't get a graduation ceremony but it's fine I'm so grateful for the fact that I managed to finish my degree and start work um as a doctor start work doing something I've always dreamed and wanted to do I think that's like the main thing that I'm grateful for oh I'm trying to I'm trying to pick you know I think I've said this before mm-hmm. maybe I can't remember I talk a lot to different people um I've just been grateful for time at home this year because normally um doing medicine especially up north in London being home most of the year I'm up north um have very short holidays maybe two weeks at a time and a bit of a longer summer with my family but because of the pandemic I actually spent about four five months at home and then I've been blessed with like an extra two weeks this Christmas so I've basically spent a half a year at home um and it's been good to catch up with friends um, just be with my family. Um, yeah, there are other things as well. Passing finals. Um, yeah. Congratulations on passing <laughs> exams in your medical Thank career. You. Congrats. It still feels so weird. Like, so this is it. This is it. As in, like, officially med school. The the hurdles or the 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 goalposts to pass. It's all done. Yeah. Wow. It's still not sunk in, if I'm being honest. It, I don't think you'll ever sink in until you actually graduate. And then you're like, rah, like, actually, I'm now going to be a doctor. I can... I think for me, when did it sink in that I was going to be a doctor? I don't think it was when I passed my finals. It was more when I graduated and you step on the ward and someone calls you doctor for the first time. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's when I was like, oh my gosh, Wow. I'm actually a doctor. <laughs> I know I'm probably going to get on the order. So I'll be like, doctor, I'll just be like, oh, let me, let me help you get them. Let me help you find them. <laughs> I mean, that is actually you. Exactly. Exactly. And the funny thing is that where, like, depending on where you work, you may be on a ward where you're struggling to get hold of any seniors and the only senior clinician is your issue. Then you're like, oh, snap. <laughs> Yikes. Um, oh dear nah but you know you've we've all worked hard to get to where we are or to get to where we're going so a little bit of self-belief and less imposter syndrome 
<laughs> this imposter syndrome thing, sis, is real. But we'll talk about it's it. A it's a podcast episode, episode. did it? It's a whole podcast. It's a whole podcast series. <laughs> you know what? Twenty twenty one. Let's do it. That I agree. We need to talk about imposter syndrome. Yeah, because it doesn't just obviously start with work. It's probably amplified yeah. more at work. But yeah, I know for for. I think you've told me before, like right from yeah. the get go, day yeah. one of med school, you can feel it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll put that on the to do list. <laughs> Definitely. I wanted to ask, um, what's been your favorite podcast moment of the year? Do you know what? There's some really great ones. Um, like the the Black History Month ones, or like oh, every single episode we recorded was actually one a favorite. Mm. every single one I really enjoy speaking to different people I enjoy speaking to Alamide I enjoy speaking to Dr Tosin um I enjoy speaking to Monique J like all of them were like really great episodes um even the one where we talked about you know different people throughout history yeah that was so oh I love history that was so informative and I don't know like Besides the Black History Month ones, I'll say I really enjoyed the mental health one, you know? Yeah. And also the one where we talked about um, cannabis. I thought that was quite interesting. Funnily enough for me, I don't know if I have a favourite one. I just like different bits of, or I have favourite bits from each kind of podcast episode. So um, from kind of like a technical perspective, the Black Lives Mm -hmm. Matter, because obviously Mm -hmm. it was the whole... George Floyd death in oh, May yeah. and then we were still at the time trying to figure out how we're going to do this remotely but because of something that really shook the world we were like mm. we just put that to the side and figured it out and I was just really yeah. proud of ourselves in that moment um yeah. so that's one of my favorite kind of technical production sides of the podcast this year but um I think my favorite's been having guests like you're oh, good company God. but oh, the yeah, guests as well <laughs> yeah Yeah, they've just left me like just inspired really um Mm. even like our first guest Michael it was just really good yeah (laughs) it was good to just kind of get things from the perspective of a first year Uh because medicine ages you and first year even even if you're a second year first year seems a long way away because time flies ain't that the truth that is so true like I was thinking about this the other day I don't think I have anything in common with people in the first year anymore. I don't know any. Oh, no, that's a lie. I Yeah, I've got a few. I know a few people in first year currently. We had the MedSoc elections and they listed all the people's names. I'm just like, who are these people? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> I don't know none of y'all. <laughs> and that's oh when you know, God. like, the You're, generation yeah. of med school has, has come to an end. Yeah, the one, the generation that you knew has come to an end. Yeah, it's not actually like for me, it was it's, it's not even just that. It's like when I would think I was in fifth year and first years were asking me, "Hey, what came up in your exams or stuff?" And I'm like, "Boy, all of the years are beginning to merge into one." Nah, to be fair, <laughs> if there was an exam question that was just that just scarred you, you'll never forget it, no matter what year. For instance, brachial plexus year one scarred. Was it year one or year two? Did I get it in year two? Oh, I can't remember anymore. <laughs> nah, I can remember specific exam questions by how much they scarred me and just put into <laughs> slots in my mind for different years. 
some of the scans and, had me turning my yeah. head left right upside down oh trying to figure out God. what is on the screen listen that was me and my was it fourth year finals i think we had a, um, lots of ct heads and there's like a mixture of mris in there as well i was thinking what am i looking at i don't have a clue what i'm looking at anyways yeah i still struggle to differentiate between the each year oski everything just blurs into one it's only the stations which like i, I say again scarred you <laughs> that you yeah. tend to remember Oh, yes. I think it was a station in year one that scared me for life. I don't want to discuss what it. because it? it just... You don't want to? Oh. <laughs> it okay. scared you too much? Or... Listen, it was... It was um, ECG. It was put on ECG <laughs> in year one. That station till this day. I just remember like how it scarred me. I think it, was, it wasn't even the summative. It was a formative station. Oh, early on. Yeah. And so this day, the comment of the examiner just scarred me, bro. Scarred me. I don't really think about it. Like, just make it It's okay, because you're a doctor now, so... And I know how to put on ECG stickers. To be fair, oh, most of, unless someone's a cardiologist, most of the time they'd just be like, I, I don't really know what this ECG is. A beep, beep but- cardiology. The thing was, I wasn't even interpreting an ECG because it was first year I was putting on the stickers. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fine. I can do it now. <laughs> my, theory, my theory is, like, you're in first year, so they just find things for you to be examined on that is really important. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because, oh. like, other medical schools are so different. Not everybody does OSCEs in first year. Yeah, well, not many weird. med schools do as many as we do because we do our yeah. formatives and summatives from year one to year four. So that's eight Oscars. Yeah. Eight Oscars. And then some, cool. yeah, whereas others um, do Oscars maybe like their clinical years or fourth and mm. fifth year. But then I heard one med school, they'll have like 30 stations in a day. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. Yo, how many sessions did we have? Like 14? 14, 14 for summative. Yeah, so I, I even, that was long, like the two hours. I, I remember, was it my third year OSCE? The summer. OSCE because the summer of third year OSCE, because third year OSCE, third year went on forever, never ended. <laughs> yeah, and it's OSCE that summer, hot. 2018. Yeah. It was a hot summer. The OSCE was two hours long. Everyone was sweating in, that, in the, at the RLI. I don't remember Did you get thinking, any fainters? Oh, someone fainted. Um, I remember I remember asking one of the people helping out. I was like, please, what time is it? And when is this Oski finishing? <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you've got an hour left. I was like, no way. I was like, this Oski is going on for too long. I am exhausted. Nah. I wanted it to end. Yeah, I think oh. everyone's was like that because mine was the week before yours and we had a faint out. Mm. It was one of the examiners, actually. Um, and that was the day that <laughs> I went to the OSCE in the morning and I was on the train within half an hour of the OSCE in London in my traditional um, dress for one of my oh, friends' yeah, traditional weddings. I remember that, that day. That day was just mad because it was that summer, you know, the World Cup summer of mm. the heat oh, and stuff. Gosh, yes. Oh, because I was in third year, wasn't I? Yeah. That summer, oh, I remember studying for third year exams. 
and it was World Cup, and I'd get distracted by that massive TV screen <laughs> that was yeah. outside. <laughs> and England was playing, I think, a week. It was like a few days before one of my exams. And me and my friends just went outside to go watch them play football. Yeah, really England England only goes so far every exactly. couple of years. So exactly. exams will be there for life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow, I, can't I miss that. a summer like that, especially so given this year. Oh, this year has really taught me a lot about appreciating things. Um, appreciating freedom. Appreciating having liberties. Being able to just fly or catch a Having friends fly. around. Oh my gosh, yes. Having people over and it being mm. legal. <laughs> Wearing makeup. It's, oh. I know it's, it might sound very superficial and vain, but imagine you do your makeup. Oh, now I've got to put a mask on it. What? Listen, that's, that's something that I've been struggling with. Putting a mask and then your mask is just covered in foundation. I'm just like, what's the purpose? What's the point of me even applying makeup if I'm just going to be... Honestly, can New Zealand adopt us so we can get out of this? <laughs> Listen, I'll go in a heartbeat because <laughs> I've had enough COVID. I'm tired. Please leave us. It's so funny that, like, midway through um, our season, we started talking about COVID. Oh my gosh, I was looking actually at our episodes and our first coronavirus episode, 29th of January. Yeah. <laughs> It was like our, was that like a third episode? Probably, yeah. Yeah. And do you know what we were saying? Oh, it's okay. <laughs> literally, literally, it's not going to last that long. Oh, my God. It's not going to last that long. Oh, my God. And this was before it actually hit the UK hard. Because I don't I know. think we had, it's, it started in Wuhan in, like, December of 2019. <laughs> we're in December now. It's been a year. <laughs> <laughs> And um, January was when it started to hit globally. People started to realise that actually there is a pandemic happening. We're at the start of a pandemic. Um, and then March, then we went into lockdown in the UK. And before we went into mm. lockdown, we, we talked a, f- a bit about coronavirus. But now it's become part of our life, whether we like it or not. Um, we have to get used to it, unfortunately. Yeah. And there's even a vaccine, but that's a whole other episode by Ooh. itself. Because hmm, I know, I know, I want to do before I say anything. I want to do Research a lot of reading, yeah. Because yeah. I've heard from actually reputable sources, but I think I want to do my own reading as well. But in all honesty, it's Christmas, so I'm staying with my family, so. um, meeting friends, socially distanced, and yeah. Well, probably now, read it so do some reading in the new year for now i'm just gonna keep going to work i see my family during that window that we get given to see people god god bless like you guys are literally working in the health service and teachers oh, it's yeah. been probably the year of hell for these kind of industries mm, and hospitality sector as well a lot of people oh, yeah. are currently not um working because of covid or the businesses are struggling because of all these tiered systems. One minute you're in tier two, your restaurant is open. The next minute you're in tier three, and now your restaurant's closed or you're doing takeout. I know. Someone said the UK is doing the hokey cokey <laughs> with their tier systems. <laughs> so and I was like, true. yeah, <laughs> you're right. 
because it's literally just changing like oh. how many someone said it's people having enjoyment in installments because <laughs> since the first national lockdown was lif- lifted the 4th of July uh-huh. I think Leicester's just been locked down since the whole time yeah, Leicester never got out of lockdown yeah then there was a thing before the tears then there was the tears then there was lockdown too now it's the tears and the tears have changed again and it's just like oh when will it end I'm just telling everyone that they should take precautions over the Christmas period because I won't be surprised if we hit January and we get another, hey guys, we're going to go into lockdown because the cases have gone up again. I'm even going to go further than saying I'm not being surprised. It's going to happen, definitely. So I'm just thinking of plans for my lockdown birthday. Lockdown three is pending. You heard it here from us, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Crying inside like Matt Hancock. Oh, Hancock. Oh my gosh, that video. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. I can't deal with the British politicians at the moment. Cannot deal. No. It's just, so we just have to remember that people are actually still dying from this. Yeah. And it's not funny. Like, it's not funny no. at all. Because um, one of my friends were F2 um, in medicine at the moment, and she was telling me about her experience of covid in terms of on calls seeing patients who are covid positive being on the ward and post taking covid positive patients and them dying and you know what's happening around her and mm. same with friends who are working here on like respiratory or working on covid areas and hearing mm. what they're saying like genuinely people are i've seen firsthand people coming into a and e with covid and deteriorating um and for people who still think it's think it's a hoax, it's not a hoax. People are genuinely ill and dying of COVID. Just because you mm. don't have a family member, a relative or a friend who's been affected doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't exist. And doesn't mean Definitely. it should take a laxed attitude towards it. Yeah, I'm just even remembering there was a, um, a demonstration in London mm-hmm. when I came home one point about um I don't even know what to call it the anti-covid government controlling us anti-vaccine my body my choice movement insert there was also a Donald Trump 2020 flag which is very questionable because what's that got to do with anything but Mm. yeah they're going through Oxford Street they were saying um if you're wearing a mask you're kind of like you're under Babylon like free yourself from Babylon yeah um that it was a hoax that is government trying to control us and I think the sad thing that I've noticed with British people in particular um all walks of life no matter what race gender ethnicity whatever until it affects someone in your circle or that you know a lot of people think that they're infallible that they're untouchable and that's why in other issues you don't see a lot of empathy being um yeah empathy being extended not even yeah empathy and sympathy being extended like you can see in the situation with the free school meals and how people are like well how come they can't feel their their children and people really dying to show what they can make with 10 pounds and it's like why don't you actually be empathetic to somebody who's working 40 hours um who possibly doesn't have a cooker or a fridge all they have is a kettle but it's it's until it affects you then you realize but I I want people to actually because we're as doctors or doctor to be for myself anyway you're a doctor you don't have to (laughs) oh god it's not about me (laughs) it's not like 
we can empathize with what our patients are going through we don't have to be actually going through that same illness um and that kind of um blase attitude is why we're we're still in this compared to places like Australia, um, New Zealand. We're not ba- we're not as bad as America. Like three thousand yeah. people died yesterday in one day. So you know, thank God it's not as bad as America. And yeah. I hope America actually sort it out. But it's that's one of the things I've learned from this year. Like, okay, England is very we're taking back our country. We're independent, you know. But no man is an island. Your actions can affect the health of everyone else. And it's literally the case of pulling together. But yeah, it's just it's just not happened. And because of that, we're in this for the long run. So even yeah. if people aren't thinking of getting the vaccine for reasons they believe, which, you know, if you've done your research, then fair enough. Yeah. You know, social distance, wash your hands, stay with your social bubbles, don't go out yeah. if you have to. Um, yeah. yeah, just take this seriously, essentially. Yeah. Don't yeah. try to bend the rules. That goes to me too. <laughs> goes to me too as well. I agree. It's definitely the, the empathy portion of what you're saying, and um, people, not to slander British the British um, population, but it seems to be a recurrent theme or a recurrent issue, where the majority of the population or certain individuals tend to feel like if it's not affecting me, I can't empathize. You know, I have to see it affect me or affect someone that I care about before. I begin to take it seriously and it shouldn't have to be that case mm. we as a mm. we as a people we need to band together and work together in order to make things in order for things to improve in our society and like you mentioned with the free school meals um people trying to undermine the work of marcus, marcus rashford uh, people trying to put the blame on um parents and trying to blame parents and make them feel guilty for being unable to provide for their children and all these things it, it doesn't actually put us as as a nation on in a good light you know P- people looking yeah. in will, will realize that actually this isn't a, a country of people who care or have a good heart and in fact that's not how british people are i know for a fact that british people are very caring loving people if you just look at the charity work that goes on in this nation if you look at the amount of money oh that people gosh, are willing yeah. to throw at different causes look at children's in children in need the amount of money that they raised year on year for for children globally who are struggling so this country is very charitable but with the way we've been acting especially in this year towards stuff like free school meals and towards um even the blm movement um this whole corona coronavirus the vaccine mm. all these different issues it's not reflecting positively on on British on the British culture and the British nature. Enough about twenty twenty. On to the future. Honestly, honestly, it can't come fast enough. Twenty twenty one. I want to run to you. <laughs> so when I saw a tweet though, again, someone was like, "People are moving like <laughs> COVID's gonna <laughs> gonna expire December thirty first, twenty twenty. It's really God. not." It's not going to keep it going on. It's really not. The only thing that expires is our membership in the EU. <gasps> Don't even remind me, man. Oh, it's, it's My passport's actually been in the UK for the whole year. Same. Wow. This is the first time in ages that I've never stepped foot out of this country. This is ridiculous. Does Wales count? No, Wales doesn't count. Wales don't want us, B. They say, stay, stay where you are. 
<laughs> Wales don't want us. Scotland don't want us. Maybe I should go to Ireland. Yeah, I'm not sure about Ireland. You can try your luck there. <laughs> I'll just have to tough it out in England. It's fine. We'll tough it out. Because I brought mine home with me thinking, oh, maybe I'll do a cheeky, like, cheeky getaway. three-day break or something. But then I'm thinking, okay, where, where am I going to go? Are they going to make me self-isolate? Because then yeah. that just defeats the whole purpose. So my passport's just been on my desk, sad, like me. Do you know what? Why can I go there not self-isolate when I come back? But to be fair, a lot of places now, you can do a test and get your test back within an hour. And then mm. surely that should you shouldn't have to self-isolate Maybe if you I, do it like that. Yeah, I don't know. Because going to Ghana, you swab 72 hours before you get to Ghana. Um, yeah, and then you are able to move around the country. But when you get back to the UK, you have to self isolate for two weeks. Well, even if you tested before and yeah. like literally got on the plane, and you're fine. Yeah, you still have to te- you still have to self isolate when you're like like arrive back in the UK because it's not on the mm. travel corridor. So it's a bit mad. Um, maybe I think people- it's a bit cheeky. It's a bit cheeky. I should go to Dubai. You know, everyone's in Dubai right now. Honestly, Dubai's the new London. <laughs> <laughs> no, but everyone's actually in Dubai. My money don't match, so let me just stay in Hackney, to be honest. <laughs> Might do a bit of a cheeky holiday to Dubai, blow up my cash. Sorry. <laughs> just remember us when you're there having a good time. Oh, I was too busy enjoying the sunshine. Sorry, girl. Sorry. No, I'm definitely going to book a holiday um, before starting work. Oh, it's so needed. I'm. I think that's another thing that I kind of wish I had. I had, you know, I had so many plans in twenty twenty before I started work in August. I was like, I was gonna go on holiday during Easter. I was gonna travel before graduation, travel after graduation, but none of that happened because COVID came. So yes. What that means is when you go on holiday next year, because we will. Amen. Yes, amen. Um, <laughs> You're just going to enjoy your holiday to the maximum. 100%. I think me travelling anywhere outside of my house is a holiday right now. Yeah. That's literally how I take everything right now. Even if I go to, let's say, um, where, where is Manchester? That's a holiday right there. Leaving my house to go anywhere, that's not work. <laughs> that's not work. It's a holiday. Yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed um, Tier 2 Life in London oh. for like four days. I was actually heartbroken oh. when they said they're moving into Tier 3. I mean, London should have been Tier 3 to begin to be with. Honest. Let's all be honest with 100%, ourselves. 100%, 100%. It's a whole north-south divide thing. But I was actually heartbroken. Like, I think I lay down in bed for a while because oh. I was just like, I'm looking at all the <laughs> all the clothes I've ordered from Nasty Girl and oh, Boohoo. No. I can only wear them on Christmas Day. Do you know what? Just Christmas Day, change your hair. Change your outfits <laughs> and take lots of pictures. Yeah. And just be posting them on different days so it's like you're doing stuff. <laughs> so I guess I'm just going to have to look look cute on Christmas Day and then later in 2021. But that doesn't matter as long as COVID goes. Exactly. You know? I think Christmas Day is going to be like the quietest Christmas I've had in years. Just... Do you normally have people around? Oh my gosh, we normally have a Christmas party every Christmas. About We usually have 30 people in total who come into the house so we'd, some people come stay for a few hours and others will come by and by the time it's like midnight most people would have started leaving but this year, yeah, it's gonna be this just year. my mom my dad my brother and i 
And the sad thing is my mother's working. So it's going to be my dad, my brother and I. Oh, no. Bless her. At least you're not working this Christmas and you get to spend it with your family. Oh, I'm so, hey. so excited. I locked out. Yeah. I'm going to start praying now for next year. <laughs> Sis, get a rotation when you're not doing weekends with nights. Yeah. But for me, the 31st is the one. Because yeah. I always look forward to being in church on the 31st. But Are we going to the be fact in is, church, I've not. Though? I know some churches are okay. opening. Um, uh-huh. but we're probably going to be doing it at home, uh-huh. which is probably for the first time in my entire life. Because wow. obviously, I won't remember when I was a baby, yeah. but we always spend um the thirty first in church because we always want to start end the year with God and begin the year yeah, with God. God and singing and dancing and oh my gosh, I just miss it so much. I like miss going to church, you know. Yeah, I really miss it. Church online is not for me. I'm sorry. It's not. I tried. I tried it for the past few months, but I, I give up. Yeah. But even like meeting in person, because with um, our campus fellowship, we've been able to meet in person, mm. but there are so many restrictions. Like it's mm. not what you'd call a, a normal service. So, but you know. Now. Well, someone needs to tell the people in London that. You're not meant to be out singing in church. I've seen so many, you know, that technically you can have one person sing. You can't have congregational Yeah, worship. so you can have the band singing, but you as a congregation can't be singing. That's why I don't like. No, 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 no. One person in the band and is it... technically supposed to sing, and that's it. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, from what I've seen... Some churches I've been doing that. <laughs> I've seen, it makes sense why why there's, the cases in London skyrocketed. I'll just yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Someone... Yikes. So, but that's what I, one thing I'm going to. But you know, I'll be at home with my family. We're all hell here. We're all healthy. Give thanks to God for getting us through this Time. interesting year. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! I can't believe the end of the year is coming. It's been a crazy, but I've really enjoyed 2020. I think it's been a year of eye-opening experiences, great opportunities. Mm-hmm. So 2021, we're excited to see you. Bring it on. Yep. More content. More content. <laughs> More consistent. We content. promise to be consistent in 2021. I think especially with you coming to, like, you had your exams and starting fifth year. And I just, the minute I started to get comfortable in one rotation, it came to an end. Now I'm starting a new rotation. I'm trying to get comfortable with this new job. So it's just like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, be patient with us, guys. Yes, but but you know what? If if you feel like we've not um, been consistent, tweet us at us. Yes, at hold us hold us accountable. Please at us at Simply Medics. Don't at me at my personal Twitter or my personal Instagram at her. because I don't want to be harassed. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I don't want to be scrolling on on Twitter and being harassed. Thank you very much. <laughs> But yeah, 2021. I just look forward to keep going to placement, training and preparing for work. Awesome. And then starting working, getting paid. Hey. Getting paid. <laughs> because this year, I know I can no longer do student life. The Why? life I've been called to is much greater than what the NHS bursary has given me. Oh, mate. I think that's another reason why I didn't want to intercalate. When I realised, like, how much I hated being a broke student um 
and decided that you know what I'd rather just start working and get paid yeah and being paid and you even started to work at like two three months earlier yeah in April April 2020 oh my god I'm gonna be an F1 for basically like how many months? Half a year. 16 oh, months. Wait. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. This is literally my third rotation. It's not my second, it's my third. Yeah, yeah, it is actually. Yeah, because I went from like April to July, then August till December. And now, yeah. now I'm on my new rotation. This is literally, I want to do four rotations. Wow. No wonder I'm burnt out. <laughs> Yeah, that's one thing I've been seeing a lot as well about people. Um, I don't know. I was a bit skeptical about my Twitter that, that that they found me, but you know, it is educational. And one thing I do like about it is that um, this kind of generation are being vocal yes, about things definitely. that aren't that aren't right. But the one thing yeah, I have if, noticed though about my my Twitter is that the 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 people who tend to be like you know bit more experienced and have gone through um the job longer than we have as foundation doctors they can be a bit condescending and rather than being supportive can actually bring down a lot of um, younger doctors where they complain mm. and i think the only way that nhs, NHS can change is if you actually highlight the issues that we have rather than hide under the rug and be like oh i had to deal with that in the 90s and the 80s so you tough it out and deal with it no if someone is struggling, yeah. give them space to say they're struggling. I think it's a generational thing where mm-hmm. the British stiff upper lip slash uh, other older generations from other places are like, yeah, just get on with it and don't complain, which again leads to mental health issues. So 100%. I say definitely open up about what you're going through. I don't like complaining too much. Um, I have my diary, but if you want to complain and highlight issues, go you, to be honest. Yeah, and I think people should highlight the issues that they're facing because um, they're, you know, they're a solidarity when you ask people for help. People can be like, oh, I've gone through the same thing. This is how I dealt with it. And also, mm. sometimes when we try to complain internally and you feel like you're not getting out anywhere, so you have to take it up higher. And that's how you, your voice mm. can be heard, especially if you have a big platform on social media. Your, yeah. your complaint can be a catalyst for something greater. Definitely. And even through um, people who are currently F1s or F2, whether they're tweeting, and I see that it's kind of like mm. mentally preparing me for work or I'll go to you yeah. or some of my other friends and be like, oh, is it really like this? And yeah, there are some things like, you know, we've done that episodes, things I don't tell you before med school. Oh, um, th- we're going to have to do an addition maybe in like a year or two. Things I don't tell you about F1. Working. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, things I don't tell you about F1 because there's a lot of things you don't know and you don't want to be in the job, tired, worn out, and then you now have to deal with this challenge. At least I kind of knew that this could have happened. So... the. the- there's a whole thing of not trying to reflect badly because we're seen as a trusted professional. We're seen as, you know, we're able to handle it all. And No, but re- realistically, we need to be able to admit what we're struggling and get the necessary help, mm. you know? Yeah, I think that's one of my, my gripes with um, how people see the profession because uh, I'm I'm a human being at the end of the day. You know, I'm not... I'm not in it's not a Marvel movie, <laughs> you know. I'm a human being with <laughs> with emotions who yeah. gets tired, who wants to sleep, who who wants to eat and 
be able to have time for a bathroom break but it's I don't know it just seems like every day thank you for your sacrifice thank you for your and it's really it is good to be appreciated Uh don't get me wrong but that takes away from the humanity you see in the person so you Uh think you can just give them more and more and more and then burn out leave the profession underfunded NHS understaffed NHS plus the conservatives finger in the pots and whatnot listen sis that's a whole three hour special bruv on the conservative (laughs) government and this country and the state of the NHS and the NHS the the winter pressures it just there is so much PPE contracts there's so much (laughs) we could talk about in terms of the way the state of the current NHS the state of all these different contracts from the track and trace to the PPE contracts like you mentioned there's so much we can actually go on for ages (laughs) Um, yeah I think that's the end of this episode it was just a general chit chat really um reflecting on 2020 looking forward to 2021 I just want to wish everyone a merry Christmas and a happy new year well done for making it this far and hopefully next year brings many more blessings and um just a chance to celebrate and be out in the streets (laughs) enjoying freedom and just like Maya said, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. May 2021 be a better year than 2020. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this recent episode. Remember to subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Leave a like and comment. Follow us on our socials at SimplyMedics on Instagram and Twitter. Or drop us an email, simplymedics at gmail.com. Enjoy the rest of your week and thanks again for listening. <laughs>